What's happening, everybody? On today's show, once again, the SEC has the most players of any conference drafted in the first round this year with 12 first-round picks out of the Southeastern Conference. And Georgia, they make history with five defensive players selected in the first round. They're the first school, school to do that. And who are some other names from the SEC who could hear their names called tonight with the resumption of the 2022 NFL Draft? Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked on SEC. It's great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on SEC is free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Well, let's jump into it. Recapping the first round of the NFL draft as Thursday night was a historic night in the SEC as we saw 12 guys hear their names called. And we started things off with Trayvon Walker out of Georgia, we had heard some rumblings that he could go number one overall, and he in fact did to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ian Rappaport put out there a report from NFL Network that uh, there was a big-time scare before the draft that Trayvon Walker was in a serious car accident in Athens prior to the draft, crashing into two parked cars. He emerged without injuries somehow, no citations, but it was a scare for sure. Interesting, uh, but good for him that he ended up not getting hurt and also good for him that uh, he ends up going number one overall it's interesting I've said this when you watch Georgia this year you know he stood out at times but they had just so much talent on that defensive line Jordan Davis I think was fantastic and and garnered so much attention uh Nicobe Dean so many good defensive players I thought Trayvon Walker was good but I just never once watched him and went man that guy's gonna be the number one pick in the NFL draft Again, I hope he lives up to the hype and and he gets to go to a spot in Jacksonville where they're going to let him loose and go to work. So congrats to Trayvon Walker going number one overall. Number three overall, Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU, uh, who, of course, he only played three games last year at LSU, dealt with injuries these last two seasons. But as a true freshman in 2019, was part of that national championship team at LSU and uh, obviously had a, a fantastic year that year and Teams are hoping all the medicals checked out. Now he's going to the Houston Texans, where he expects to uh, be one of their starting cornerbacks from day one. Derek Stingley Jr. tied for the highest defensive player picked in LSU school history at number three overall. And we had to wait a little bit in the draft all the way down to pick seven as Alabama offensive tackle Evan Neal went a great pick for the New York Giants. They got Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon fifth and then Evan Neal from Alabama seventh. Nice starting offensive tackle that will play for the next decade in the league. So uh, good on the Giants. A lot of people, you know, in the mock drafts in recent months had Evan Neal going number one overall, but he falls to seventh. But a nice, safe pick there for the Giants and Evan Neal should be there for a long, long time. Two picks later, at nine, the Seattle Seahawks. They took Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. It's good to see him when he got drafted. Mike Leach was right there next to him. And think about this, gang. I mean, the first, you know, four picks from the SEC in the first nine picks. And 
all from different schools. You had a Georgia kid, an LSU kid, an Alabama kid, and a Mississippi State kid. So, again, just shows how good the SEC is where you've got you know four guys from four different schools going in the top nine. Uh, number 12, Jamison Williams went to the Detroit Lions who traded up to go get him. Obviously, Jamison got hurt in the national championship game and uh, was coming back from that injury, rehabbing, but a nice weapon to add to the uh, receiving core there in Detroit who just added this offseason, DJ Chark, the former LSU wide receiver, giving Jared Goff as many weapons as they can. Uh, one pick later, it was the Philadelphia Eagles trading up to go get big Jordan Davis, big defensive tackle out of Georgia, who I talked about all throughout the year. was one of my favorite uh, players in the SEC. He, uh, I popped uh, a lot of scouts and NFL fans when he ran a 4-7-8 40-yard dash in the combine. Uh, it was the fastest time for any player over 300 pounds at the combine since 2006. So looking for big things out of Jordan Davis. The interesting part is, you know, Fletcher Cox has been that mainstay on that Philadelphia defensive line for years and years and years. And he was the former, you know, first-round pick out of Mississippi State. Now they get their first-round pick out of Georgia and Jordan Davis to be that mainstay for the next decade-plus. Two picks later, the Houston Texans, their two first-round picks, they go SEC. They took Derek Stingley Jr. third, and then 15th overall, they go Kenyon Green, offensive guard out of Texas A&M. What you got to love about Kenyon Green is, man, he played all up and down that Texas A&M offensive line this year. They had him start at right guard. They had him start at left guard. They had him start at right tackle. They had him start a game at left tackle. I think it was the Alabama game. Kenyon Green, very versatile. Excited to see what he does at the next level, but... Uh, Texans ended up getting him at the 15th pick. And Houston, about an hour drive from College Station, so going to be an easy drive for Kenyon Green to go to work. A few picks later, we saw some news that the Tennessee Titans at 18, they traded their number one wide receiver, A.J. Brown, a former Ole Miss wide receiver. Everybody's going, what are they doing? Well, then they dive back into the draft at 18, and they take Traylon Burks, the Arkansas wide receiver, 18th overall. So, Ole Miss wide receiver out of Tennessee, Arkansas wide receiver in to the Tennessee Titans. And, of course, uh, big, thick wide receiver, kind of has the same build as uh, A.J. Brown. Uh, they're going to be expecting big things out of Traylon Burks there in uh, Nashville. Now you got Derrick Henry, the Alabama running back in the backfield, and Traylon Burks, your Arkansas wide receiver, who will be relied upon for big things there with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we had to wait all the way down to pick 22. Quay Walker, inside linebacker from Georgia. He goes to the Green Bay Packers, 22 overall. One pick later, everybody loved this pick. Kyer Elam goes 23rd overall to the Buffalo Bills. Some people said that you know he might be one of the better, outside of Derek Stingley Jr. and Sauce Gardner, Kyer Elam may be just as good as those guys when it's all said and done. And he gets to go to the Buffalo Bills. So Kyer Elam... Expect big things out of him up in Buffalo. And then uh, rounding out the end of the first round, we had two more Georgia guys go. Devontae Wyatt goes 28th overall uh, to the Green Bay Packers, of course, the Georgia defensive lineman. And then with the last pick of the first round of the draft, Lewis Seen, the Georgia safety, goes 32nd overall to the Minnesota Vikings. So, uh, again, it, it made history with Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis, Quay Walker, Devontae White and Lewis Seen, Georgia football, the first school in NFL draft history 
to have five defensive players selected in the first round. Pretty incredible stuff. Now, a few other notes from this. Uh, since 2007, LSU has had five defensive backs selected in the top six. All other schools have combined for five. So if you're an LSU defensive back, you have a pretty good chance to get drafted pretty high. And Derek Stingley Jr. joins that mix. Uh, another note that I thought was very interesting, Texas, no first-rounders. The Big 12, no first-rounders for the second year in a row. Unbelievable for all the talk about the Texas Longhorns and how much they've recruited and done great and all this kind of stuff. Them and the Big 12 shut out of the first round of the NFL draft for a second straight year. Pretty unbelievable stuff. And there you have it. That is uh, what happened in the first round, the SEC Unbelievable once again, 12 players in the first round. They do this every year. And, you know, the, the note that stands out to me for the 11th time in the last 12 years, the SEC led the nation in first round NFL draft selections. The league produced 12 opening round draft picks, which tied for second most in history. So keep doing your thing, SEC. All right. Coming up next, we are going to talk about some of the SEC players who are still on the board and available with the resumption of tonight's NFL draft. That is coming your way in just a second. But need to remind you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. Summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack uh, to take with you on family vacations. You can throw them in your bags and your kids' backpacks. Make sure everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they are healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and check out what they have to offer. They've got tons of different things, including the puffs. If you haven't tried the Built Puffs yet, uh, people are going crazy for them. They come in a bunch of different flavors like banana cream pie, even churro. Who doesn't want a built bar or a protein bar that tastes like a churro? And they're only 140 calories uh, packed with protein, 17 grams of protein packed into many of the built bars, four grams sugar, four grams net carbs. Go to built.com. You can check out all your favorites from the banana cream pie to the raspberry double chocolate. There's something for everybody. Go to built.com. Use our promo code LOCK15. It's going to get you 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off at built.com. Roll along here, Locked On SEC. And we talked about the uh, 12 guys who got drafted in the first round of the NFL draft on Thursday night, but plenty of talent still to be had out there. So want to kind of jump into it and discuss some of the still best available players in the 2022 NFL draft, particularly when you talk about the Southeastern Conference. And first and foremost, N'Kobe Dean, friend of the show. We just had him on the podcast a week ago he is still on the board and you know there was some talk that he could drop some scouts saying uh, there's some concern about his size and his you know lack of height but unbelievable that uh, some people uh you know it, it, look does the film lie on Kobe dean very reliable tackler he's fast closes in a flash i think Kobe dean's gonna make a team very happy now we will see if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they hold the opening pick in tonight's second round. 
Adam Schefter reporting they were likely to hold on to the pick, barring a big offer. I think N'Kobe Dean's not going to wait. have to wait very long to hear his name called. Would love to see him drafted by the Buccaneers. He could go team up with Devin White, the uh, former LSU pick, who was their top five pick just a couple years ago. But N'Kobe Dean, uh, according to ESPN, the best player available on the board. Now, one guy who didn't finish his career in the SEC, but he started in the SEC, is Malik Willis, quarterback who started at Auburn, transferred to Liberty, where he played under Hugh Freeze the last couple of seasons, played against some SEC teams like Ole Miss. But Malik Willis, a lot of people shocked that he is still on the board in this draft. Uh, a lot of people assumed he was going to be at least, you know, definitely a first-round pick, if not top 10 in this draft. So crazy to see that he has fallen. He was one of the guys we saw down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile and impressed a lot of people. So I'm really surprised Malik Willis has fallen. And uh, and there were some good stories this week written on Malik about how he – it took him leaving Auburn to mature and put in the time in film study and learn what it took to play at a high level at the quarterback spot in college football. We'll be curious to see where Malik Willis goes. As far as other SEC guys still available and on the board – Matt Corral, quarterback out of Ole Miss. You know, some people thought that we'd have a handful of quarterbacks go in the first round. That was not the case. We only had one in Kenny Pickett from Pitt. So Matt Corral still up there and available as one of the better quarterbacks available in this draft. I wonder how much the injury in the Sugar Bowl maybe hurt his stock a little bit just because of the timing of it. But, man, when you watch the film on Corral, he's got accuracy throwing the deep ball. He's got quick feet to extend plays, and he's tough, man. That guy took so many hits this year. I think Matt Corral is going to make a uh, team very happy if they pick him up in the second round. When you talk about cover corners, I loved Roger McCurry and his career at Auburn. But again, when we talk about N'Kobe Dean and the concern with size, there's some people that had concern about Roger McCurry being 5'11 and 190 pounds. But quick feet, great burst. Can cover guys down the field. Uh, can play press man. I love the film of Roger McCurry. We're going to see his name called, I think, pretty soon tonight as well in the second round of the NFL draft. Another one, Josh Paschal out of Kentucky. Some people were – I was reading an article this week that was kind of saying that uh, Josh Allen, who came out of uh, Kentucky a couple of years ago, that Josh Paschal's numbers, his measurables and all that, aren't far off from – uh, from Josh Allen. But uh, Josh Paschal, I think, is another guy who's going to hear his name called in the second round tonight. Uh, only three-time full-season captain in school history for Kentucky. I think somebody's going to get a really good pick in Josh Paschal. Some other guys, John Mechie from Alabama, a guy who was thought to be, you know, a year or two ago, some people said, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to be a first-round pick. A polished route runner, catches everything that comes his way. Obviously, tore his ACL in the SEC championship game in December, so he is still coming back from that. But a good kid and a good talent, and somebody's going to get a really good wide receiver, whether it be the second or third round in John Mechie. Another Alabama kid who uh, still projected in the top 25 best available on ESPN's big board, and that's Christian Harris, linebacker from Alabama. Sideline to sideline, defender, closes well, very quick, matches up well with running backs in coverage. Biggest problem with him has been, you know, injuries and, and staying on the field. But uh, Christian Harris, there's no doubt when he's out there playing for Alabama, he has been very good. 
So looking forward to uh, seeing what he does. Also, Fidarian Mathis, another kid out of Alabama who, uh, you know, got long arms, sheds blocks, explodes, uh, blows up the run. If you're just looking for a guy you can put in the middle of your defensive line for the next handful of years and help shut down the run and occasionally be a pass rusher, Fidarian Mathis is the guy. Curious to see where he goes at 6'4", 310 pounds. Some other guys from around the SEC, George Pickens. Heard some people saying, you know, with the run on wide receivers we saw in the first round, George Pickens isn't going to have to wait very long to hear his name called the Georgia wide receiver. Uh, Obviously another guy who's dealt with injuries throughout his career, but uh, I like him when he plays. He has been a difference maker for for Georgia at that wide receiver spot. So I think George Pickens is going to hear his name called in the second round. DeMarvin Leal uh, out of Texas A&M. A lot of people thought you know, he was a first-round pick about a year or two ago. And this year, didn't have a bad year at Texas A&M. was just a little inconsistent. Doesn't have that top-end speed that you know the Aiden Hutchinsons and some of those guys had in this year's draft. But he does have the ability to get to the quarterback uh, you know, can win as an interior pass rusher or on the outside as well. A little bit lighter at 283, uh, measuring at 6'4", but DeMarvin Leal, really good career at Texas A&M, and he will uh, project to fall somewhere either in the second to third round. Other SEC guys who could be on the radar this weekend, Channing Tindall, the inside linebacker out of Georgia. So Tindall and Nicobe Dean both still on the board. Uh, the Kentucky wide receiver, Wondell Robinson, who came in from Nebraska, obviously had a fantastic season at Kentucky this year. He'll project somewhere in that third to fourth round. Cordell Flott, kind of the forgotten corner out of LSU. Always joked that Flott is in the slot. Flott can cover the slot, and that's what he'll be asked to do at the next level. So for an NFL team looking to grab a slot corner, Cordell Flott going to go somewhere probably in the third round. Uh, We didn't see any running backs go in the first round, but once we start seeing them go, probably going to see Brees Hall from Iowa State go early, but Isaiah Spiller won't be very far behind. The Texas A&M running back who uh, is great in space. I mean, he's got that breakaway speed. We saw it uh, the last couple years at Texas A&M as he became their featured back. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Isaiah Spiller probably going to go somewhere in the second to third round. And then not too far behind him, Brian Robinson Jr., who had the nice breakout season for Alabama this year where they really needed somebody to grab the reins and be the featured back. And as the season went along and Brian Robinson got more healthy, we saw some really good moments from him. And just a few other guys to keep an eye on. Damian Pierce, the running back out of Florida, who really impressed at the Senior Bowl. Zamir White, the running back out of Georgia, who... Obviously, he was running back by committee in Georgia, but Zamir White, very electric when he touched the football. Jalen Armour Davis, from uh, the cornerback from Alabama. See where he falls. Valus Jones, wide receiver out of Tennessee. Probably going to be the first vol taken. And then his, his cohort, his DB, uh, Alante Taylor, not going to be very far behind. So Valus Jones and Alante Taylor, probably going to be the two vo- first two vols off the board in this draft. Where do they fall? Are they second, third, or fourth rounders? Kingsley and Igbari from South Carolina was a guy who we talked to at SEC Media Days. Uh, had a nice career with the Gamecocks. Darren Kennard, another friend of ours from SEC Media Days at Kentucky. Big offensive guard who was down there at the Senior Bowl. Zachary Carter, big defensive lineman from Florida. Very impressive when you see him in person. Uh, Josh Job from Alabama. Neil Farrell from LSU. And then a couple of uh, offensive linemen from Georgia. Jamari Salyer. Another one who was down at the Senior Bowl who uh, 
turn some heads as well. So those are just some of the names that we could hear called tonight in the second and third rounds of the NFL draft. And again, a lot of SEC talent still to be had out there. Going to hear a lot more SEC names called throughout this draft. All right. When we return, we'll hit on a couple more nuggets heading into this weekend for the NFL draft that is coming your way next. Need to remind you, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including throughout the NBA playoffs, the uh, Major League Baseball season has gotten underway. All of the information that you will need is there for you at betonline.net. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. You can head over to their website today, use your mobile device, learn about the trends and action. BetOnline it is where the game starts. Just go ahead and book, bookmark their website in your phone, betonline.net. It's a place you need to go every day to check out all the latest sports information before you get into betting. BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting stats and info. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. Roll along here, Locked on SEC. Again, thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. It's a couple things before we call it a show. Uh, a few things that I uh, wanted to touch on when we talk about the NFL draft and what transpired. Again, we mentioned the Georgia Bulldogs took center stage Thursday night in the first round of the draft as the defending national champs. So on NFL draft record, five defensive players go in the first round. Like we talked about, N'Kobe Dean not being drafted was a big surprise. Like if you told me five Georgia defenders were getting drafted in the first round and none of them were N'Kobe Dean, I would have been a little surprised. But Trayvon Walker, number one, Jordan Davis, 13, Quay Walker, 22, Devontae Wyatt, 28, and Lewis Seen, 32. Georgia's defense allowed just 10 points per game last year, including allowing under 80 yards rushing per game and under 190 yards passing per game. They finished second behind Wisconsin in total defense. And yeah, Georgia is losing a ton of talent to the league, but don't be fooled. They're bringing back a lot as well. And they got a lot of four and five star recruits right behind them ready to reload. Georgia, I talk about Georgia and Alabama, the two most impressive teams I watched throughout the spring. And in my mind, they're both preseason one and two and the two most talented teams and should both find themselves in the playoff once again this year. Now, for perspective on what these guys are going to get paid, according to a spot track who keeps track of a lot of the dollars and cents in salaries and everything, here's a little bit of what uh, the total contract value and signing bonus will be for a lot of the SEC guys who got their names called on Thursday night. For Trayvon Walker, going number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars, his contract expected to be somewhere in the $37 million range. He will get a $24 million signing bonus. Remember, NFL contracts changed a few years ago. It's gone to the days of the big, fat Sam Bradford, you know, guaranteed contracts. But what's key is your signing bonus. That's what you're getting up front. And then, you know, the, for the base of the contract, what you get the rest of the way. Derek Stingley Jr. going to the Texans, number three overall. His salary will be around $34 million with a $22 million signing bonus. Evan Neal, Neal 
He'll get about a $15 million signing bonus. Charles Cross, a $12 million bonus. Jamison Williams will get just under about a $10 million bonus with a $17 million uh, contract. Jordan Davis will kind of get the same, uh, he went in that same vicinity. Kenyon Green from Texas A&M get about an $8.5 million signing bonus. Traylon Burks, $7.5 million. And then Quay Walker and Kyrie Elam, they'll get about a $7 million bonus with a $13 million base salary. And Devontae White and Lewis Seen, they're more in the 11 to $12 million contract range with about 5 to $6 million signing bonus. So, as you can see, it's a pretty big difference when you talk about Derek Stingley Jr. getting a $22 million signing bonus compared to Kyir Elam, who went 20 picks later. He's getting a $7 million signing bonus. So, you want to go in that top 10. That is where the, the filthy, filthy money is. And just for perspective, at this time, the last two years, Trevor Lawrence had a total projected contract of $36 million. Uh, who went number one overall? Joe Burrow, uh, his value gave him twenty-three million. So Trayvon Walker up to thirty-seven million total. It's it's crazy how the money is elevating and elevating in the NFL for the uh, top picks. And there you have it. That is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked On SEC. Again, thank you guys so much for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. And now you can go make your second listen. You can check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy and Eric Crocker. Still talking about a lot of these prospects and what to expect throughout the weekend of the NFL Draft. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys next week. We'll recap all the SEC guys that go this weekend in the NFL Draft.